death is ever ancient, but always new when it happens to you. In my police career here and in the States, stabbing deaths, check. Drive-by shooting deaths, check. Hit-and-run deaths, check. Infant deaths, teen deaths, adult deaths, check, check, and check. But when my son died, death finally happened to me. Do you know what I mean? Christian. When Christian died, died, say it, damn it, say it, stop avoiding, denying, euphemizing it. When Christian died, Killed himself. Death finally happened to me. I'd like to say it happened to us. Me and my wife, Magritte, together, us. But what Christian's death taught me was that when death happens to you, you become an island cut off from everyone else like Eastland herself, a lonely frozen rock floating alone in the ocean halfway between North America and Europe, but really belonging to neither alone. Magritte needed us to connect together, belong together, belong our way through the loss of our son, our. But in my grief, I remained only an I, an I land. She left me. I had thought myself well acquainted with death, but what fresh new hell was this? I was unprepared. Death is ever ancient, but always new when it happens to you. I'm in Christian's old bedroom now, back at the house, after debriefing with Bjorn. What am I looking for in here? I don't really know. After the debrief, sifting through the evidence, the facts, filling in the gaps with our theories, I was pulled here, like a sleepwalker, ended up, woke up here, in search of something. I hadn't been in here since he died, since he killed himself. His bed, with the green and gold covers, the Green Bay Packers logo all over it. He said he liked them because he'd heard it was cold and snowed in in Green Bay, like here in the winter. I teased him that I thought that was a cheesy reason. He never got the pun, which only made me laugh all the more. Ah, his shelf of championship trophies for high school handball. How he loved that game. 
Magritte and I spent a small fortune sending him to training camps for... And there, beside one of the trophies, is what I was looking for, but did not know. What pulled me here were all my and Bjorn's evidence facts and fill the gap speculation led. A stuffed animal's foot. A good luck charm. Well, it would have been a good luck charm if it were a rabbit's foot, maybe. But this, this was bad luck. Bad and black as the dark clouds moving in on us from offshore in December. This was a wolf's foot. A trophy of a different type than the others on this dusty shelf. And then I realize what I have always known but had not let myself admit. Christian, like the Magnus boy, worked both construction sites the past two summers. He had told me about the worker's dog a wolf had killed, and how he came back next day with a shotgun, hunted down the den, and killed... killed not the adult mother or father wolf, surely responsible. The parents were never found, no. He told me the worker took out his blind vengeance on the three wolf pups he discovered alone in the den that day and coaxed out with bologna meat from his lunch tin. He cut off a leg each from the kills and had them stuffed. The stuffed feet of three defenseless murdered wolf pups. And here was one of them. The lab theft of the foot The ptarmigan's missing foot. Two deaths linked to the wolf deaths. If the Magnus boys wasn't suicide, was Christians? And if not murder, by vengeance, by the wolf parents? The wolf parents? Could they still be in Korvik? And who has the other two wolf's feet? Are they next? How is any of this even possible? The legend. The living legend? Hell, does anyone even read our old storybooks anymore? You do, Agnar. You do. Blinder er boklus maur. Blind is a bookless man. If you don't read, you are blind to so many things. Ulfur, the wolf. (laughs) 